0: I said welcome
1: to, welcome to the dirty sports podcast with
0: welcome to the dirty sports podcast I'm your host Andy Ruther. Coming to you live from Cincinnati, Ohio, with my co host from Los Angeles, California, Joey. No chill, pray no. Hello, Andrew. Good afternoon. Big 900.
1: Yeah, the 900.
0: That's right. And joining us on this special 900th episode. Keep it at 900. Keep it at 900. Definitely the most guest appearances in dirty sports history. The one and only Tug Coker.
2: Hello, Andy. <laughs> Hello, Joe.
1: Tug, your hair is looking especially tuggish today. Did we, Are we Wait. fresh out of a, a fresh, fresh haircut?
2: Cut my haircut. Uh, it's been about two weeks, but uh, I did wash it today. I think that's where it shows it's uh, a little bit of sheen happening, you know, really rubbing the scalp, massaging it. It's a rainy day here. A little weather report here from Southern California for those who are going to listen to the show during the BCS final. Tons of rain, torrential rain here in LA. Who that affects, I have no idea, but so far it's not a dome. It's going to be cold in there. Right, Joe? Right, Andy? You guys have been there. I mean, wind's going to be blowing through there. Well, well, I mean, is it is it not closed to the
1: outside? I mean, the, there's a roof, obviously.
2: But the, the, I believe it's open-ended.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've been in it multiple times. Why do yeah. I not know if I've, like, entered through a door? Yeah. Somebody so it's it's open-ended, but they'll be yeah. covered. Yeah. But, no, that's an interesting. Uh, I'm just talking I, about I, from a
2: temperature I, I, standpoint. I'm wondering yeah. if it's going to be colder in there because, you know, they're drafty. For, for yeah, lack of a drafty. Of no. you Close know the what? doors. Close the for, door, Dan. No.
0: Right. You know what's hilarious? I totally forgot there was a national championship college football game tonight. Like that I didn't know. even, it wasn't even on the rundown. Yeah. <laughs> didn't didn't even make it on the dirty sports list. I was like, yeah, NFL playoffs are here.
1: Somebody was like, so one of my friends was like, uh, are you going to the game on Monday night? And like my brain, I was like, there's no Monday night football game. Like it's, it's we're in play. It's playoff time. It's certainly not weeks, week 18. Week and then I was like, oh yeah, the college game.
2: I was so yeah. pumped to, to Mich- for Michigan to come out of here, you know, get my dad to fly out. So close, so close. Go. I mean, it's just like any other day to be a Michigan Wolverines football fan. I mean, it's, it's sort of par for the course, but, you know, big, big letdown. Um, but, you know, it should hopefully be an interesting game. And so We can move on in two seconds.
0: Um, no, r- you know, real quick that you're talking about Michigan, because I'll ask you, yeah. what do you think of Harbaugh, and do you think he'll leave Michigan anytime soon to go back to the NFL?
2: I think he'll take some calls. I mean, it's not, you know, if you, if you look, I think somebody, maybe Schefter or Bruce Feldman put out a record of uh, uh, recent head coaches that have gone from college to the pros. Harbaugh's record is ridiculous. Well, that did make to- the
0: rundown for me because yeah. I saw that. That was a great tweet. So- I want to say
2: like 41-19-1 and or something with Harbaugh. Every, no one else is think, even above 500. Yeah, I mean, but Harbaugh
0: is Chip, Ke- Chip Kelly. and but But here's Chip- the thing. So these are 12 coaches that the NFL has hired from college since 2000. For some reason, he did not put Pete Carroll on this list, which I don't understand because Pete Carroll is obviously another success story from SC. Now, I don't know if that's because he coached the Jets, you know, earlier and, and, and the, uh, the Patriots, but yeah, it it doesn't work out, but Harbaugh is like a great success story. None of these guys have worked out. Obviously Kingsbury just got axed today so i I would think he would leave i'd like to see him in the nfl again
2: i mean look he's in the he's in the colts ring of fame having played for the colts from 1994 to 1997. Uh, so he's in the ring of fame i I think ursay has i mean i think the colts are a real situation for him to return to the nfl i mean
1: but now when you have a gig, when you have a gig like the Michigan gig, like the money can't be that much better in the NFL, right?
2: It's a great question. I mean, I, I know he actually reduced his own salary a couple of years because he's, you know, one of the few, <laughs> I mean, not, like in fairness of uh, Michigan, there are some improprieties being uh, uh, sent in their direction, which is very interesting to me now. I haven't dug into it because of the, NF, you know, the NFTs or the NILs that are possible. So I don't know how, Violations can take place, but there are some going Michigan's way. Um, but I know Harbaugh did reduce his salary a couple of years ago because he was disappointed with his own perform- performance and wanted that to be reallocated to other parts of the uh, the organization, for lack of a better term. But um, I, you know, I don't know. I think I think he just gets bored. I mean, we just see him get bored M- more than like. Yes, it's a great job. I think he just sort of says, I, "What if I have one more opportunity to win the Super Bowl?" Um, you know, I've been close before. I don't think people make enough. How is there not a movie about two brothers meeting in the Super Bowl? Yeah. To coach each other. I feel like that story
0: has not even been made enough. Which brother do you play, Jim or John?
2: (laughs) I would, I would, I would, man. Jim is much more fun. Jim, Jim feel like it's like almost a Will Ferrell character. Talking about chickens being scared, nervous birds, milk. Uh, So I guess I have to go to the genre, more straight man route.
1: I was I, I was gonna say you you're Jim and because of the football movie trend I think Kevin James is John.
2: <laughs> He's already Sean. He's yeah. already Sean no,
1: but we run him back. We run him back. He just doesn't.
2: <laughs> but uh, I know I'm, I'm interested to see where he goes. I re- Usually it's like a uh, like a bloody Monday um, with head coaches. I, I've only seen. Re- well, Lovey was re- re- relieved of his duties last night, which we'll get into. Um, And then uh, Cliff uh, Kingsbury today, but, but not like it's usually like seven, eight, like a a quarter of the head coaches are usually gone. uh, Yeah.
1: Did Lovey, did Lovey win too many games to retain his job? Is that what happened? Like, I don't know. I don't don't,
2: don't know if that's on Andy's rundown, but I I definitely want to talk about the Texans uh, when we get into it. But uh, Harbaugh, to to put a bullet point on your uh, question, Andy, I do think he'll, I think he's taking calls. He says he'll be back next year. It'd be awesome if he could find a way to get to the final, take one more level up for Michigan, um, and then once he's gotten there, maybe you know all bets are off. But I think he, I think we see him in the NFL again. That's my guess.
1: Tug, you said you don't know if Andy has it on his rundown. You haven't been on the show in a while. You need to know that this is now just a, a Bengals podcast.
0: Oh, stop uh, it! Stop uh, it! Yeah. Stop
1: it. B- Bandy Andy is a full Bengals fan again. I don't know if you, I don't know how much you've tuned in. He has, he has thrown Russell Wilson down the street into a dumpster. He's, he's abandoned that love. This is, it, it's just like the Joe burrow podcast, basically.
0: Joe, Joe, here's the thing. Joe's Joe makes jokes and then dirt take them. They're like, everything he says is true. Everything. It's just this. I, I have abandoned. I've temporarily abandoned Russell Wilson. I, I am on a wait and see next year. Basis right now that's where well,
1: I I just You know since we, we can get that out of the way Since his name just came up but uh, You know I took a lot of shit a few years Ago because I said let's See what happens with Belichick And Brady and Brady went on to win the Super Bowl immediately Belichick Has not had quite the success without Brady uh, and everybody's Like there it is there it is pray no Suck on that that's why he's the Goat uh, you were wrong the whole Time and here we are Seahawks the, everybody was every, the big the big thing for Russell Wilson. He makes the playoffs every year. Also, so does the, whoever stands in his fucking. All no. right, uh,
0: this is where I'm gonna defend Russ, dude. You, you're you're taking ten years.
1: Do not, excuse me. Do not come after single season Seahawks passing leader, and and 100 percent playoff making Seahawks quarterback Geno Smith right now. What if Russell makes a late season, late career return to the Seahawks and has an opportunity to break Geno Smith's single season passing record? We'll see. But for now, one for one in it with the team everybody thought was going to be the worst team in football, might have been Pete Carroll the whole time.
0: Well, we had we actually had a call about that. Like, what percentage, and I don't have to play, we can just talk about it. It's like, what percentage was Geno mishandled? Maybe in his career versus Carroll, I, I I would give this mostly to Carroll personally. Yeah, you're saying credit. Yeah, credit. I would give most credit to Carroll. I think he's that good of a coach.
2: It's a good question. Doesn't really handle the offense. um True. But, um, but I think people. I think the what I have read over the course of the year, like the season, the, the this the the structure of that system, is about throwing balls, crossers, middle over the middle. Which is something that Russ has just patently been unable to do over the past the bulk of his career, just because of a lot. Of his height um, is one of the issues. So I was wondering if Russell Wilson was just having a giant Aaron Rodgers party last night because he just did not want to see the Seahawks. He's already he's already been crushed enough, but to see the Seahawks now in the playoffs. And honestly, I'm going to say this right now. We we'll get into it. I think the Niners are an are amazing team. I can't wait to talk about them. But the Seahawks, I feel like have a chance to definitely cover this week and really to play with house money against a, uh, a divisional rival. And I feel like no one gives them any chance to win. And I feel like it's a dangerous place to be.
0: I, see, uh, I yeah. give them zero chance to win.
2: Well, here's the thing. I uh,
1: I was thinking, you know, I, I know, obviously I'm strategically mapping out the Giants' path to the Super Bowl. And yeah. um, I had high hopes on Aaron Rodgers sneaking in because Aaron Rodgers is dangerous against anybody. And therefore, you know, the Niners. yeah, but in <laughs> in a, uh, you know, in a two seven game. Oh, okay. Maybe we, you know, we get the Niners out of there, but then it was like, you know, Pete Carroll's got a pretty great record against the Niners. Just. And I mean, they've seen each other a lot over the years. I was actually thinking like, it's a long shot because the Niners are so good, but like, do the Seahawks actually have a better chance than the Packers would have, especially with the pass rush and everything. And, and Aaron, like historically they certainly do.
2: Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know where Andy's rundown. I mean, I'm assuming it was the Bengals. So we'll, we'll, we'll get back to the Bengals. You know,
0: (laughs) unbelievable. But
2: but the the two things I wanted to note about this upcoming game is the, the Seahawks are the first team to see Brock Purdy twice this year. So they just saw him a month ago. I think that's important. Um, I, you know, Purdy's a guy. You know, no one cares about fantasy football, but I played. Uh, I, I had to. I had so many injuries on my team. I had to play Trey Lance, Garoppolo, and Purdy. So I watched a lot of Purdy, and Purdy's. I mean, he was. He's fun to watch. You know, he's fun to watch. He, he's like basically a little more athletic Garoppolo in some ways. It's and, and no one's talking about a team that's won eight or nine games in a row. That 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 conversation is actually going to Andy's Bengals, but no one's talking about the team in the NFC that's. That's not the Eagles and not the Cowboys right now. It's, it really feels like a dangerous team with,
1: with their third stringer in there. I know, and I Mister mean, Irrelevant. I mean, we're, this this is a you know, this Demos is
2: a, coming back healthy. They, they on this paper, is a Disney movie,
1: and that's really the, that's really the tug, uh, co- uh, coaching role Shanahan in the Disney movie about Mister Irrelevant.
2: I feel like Shanahan should have, like, remember when Andy had, like, the little the lightning bolts on the sides? <laughs> yeah. I feel like Shanahan should have that for the playoffs. He just feels like a coach that's flat-brimmed, pulls his hat off to put his hair back, and he's got the lightning bolts going on, on wait,
0: the wait, wait a second i never had lightning bolts 100 you, yeah, you did
2: carved in your head i, don't I know had stuff carved
0: in my head for sure at times i never had <laughs> lightning bolts but hey I, I can go to that what did you have i think you had a lightning bolt buddy no i i, I had lines i had different designs lines
2: had- same thing lightning bolts <laughs> lines. <And> racing
1: strike <laughs> they weren't lightning bolts they were racing strikes <laughs> you called
0: me you called me puerto rican when i did the whole thing for july 4th when i had dyed my hair with the designs I did look like I was showing up for the the Puerto Rican parade, but Joe and I have actually been saying this all along. Like it's how dangerous they are. I I don't like they're my favorite to go to the Super Bowl.
2: I think they're really dangerous, but I think like of of all the games, I think this is a real trappy game coming up against the Seahawks because
1: I I, I agree with you.
2: I agree. Uh, Because, you. you know, it is a game at a home. They're expected to win. Everyone's starting to sniff them now, you know, and with the Seahawks playing on house money, just getting into the playoffs Um, and, and having to, having seen Purdy less than a month ago, I think, you know, so I just feel like that game is going to be more interesting than people are probably giving it credit right now.
0: What about your Cowboys? Let's let's, cause we've actually mentioned numerous times on this I mean, show. Paper
2: Tigers, right? Paper Tigers. Well, we,
0: we said we want to bring you on and, yeah. and we, we've texted. You said For the paper tag- tiger report. Yeah, you yeah. said after Thanksgiving, and, and here we are. You know, so obviously no. it's, it's it's longer it's good than good time to be here. You know, than then, but like I, like, what do we make of yesterday's game? I, I they just not got their ass kicked.
2: Here's what I. But think. you don't, don't make anything lot, of it. I don't think I don't think a lot because that, I don't think a lot. here's why: not a lot of motivation in the game. I'm, you know they did play they did play all their players, so that's that's you know that shows that they wanted to win, but they just locked up the playoff position the week before a couple extra days of rest at that Tennessee weird Thursday night game where Tennessee didn't play anybody. Cowboys didn't look their best in that game to begin with. So there's a couple of games in a row where I feel like they're not, they're not playing in, uh, at their, at their peak, you know? And so I am, I don't, I'm not necessarily, I probably would put San Francisco over them to, to win the Super Bowl. However, I think the momentum has shifted away from the Cowboys, but I think they stink. And somehow, I think they're going to beat the Bucs. That's my opinion. Um, the weird thing about that is Tom Brady's never lost to the Cowboys. He's 7-0. and um, But for me, that's, it feels like the, the win against Carolina, the, the unleashing of Mike Evans finally two weeks ago, basically i think was enough for the public to say oh he's back he's dangerous it wasn't very good yesterday in the limited time he played he hasn't been good all year um i'm thinking people are going to think oh tom brady's going to wake up and be playoff tom brady i just don't know if we're going to get that and so m- my real concerns are Dak has thrown so many interceptions the back half of the year we can't have these He's been able to get away with it because we were scoring thirty points a game, and most of these games we scored six. Yeah, that's yesterday. that.
1: That I mean, if I'm a Cowboys fan, my concern is death taxes and two picks by Dak every week, and 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 three dropped. Like the guys throw the guys the guys throwing four and a half picks a week that you know caught or not. And and the the thing with the Cowboys, I actually think they beat the Bucks too, and then you get into a situation where. You know, if the, if the Vikings beat the giants and I think the Vikings are the, the true paper tigers of the NFC, but if the Vikings beat the giants, then you have a, uh, Dallas Eagles game. And that is anything can happen because it's an NFC battle that these, these teams know each other very well. So suddenly a team, you know, I don't, I think if if we're going to give the paper tiger crown to anybody, it's for sure the Vikings for me, but at the same time, I don't really trust the Cowboys and also think that they could sneak into an NFC
2: championship game. It's weird to say that we – that I mean, in my in my household, I, the way I raise my three boys is to believe that these San Francisco 49ers are the most stable team in the NFC. I mean, it's weird to say that with a third-round, third-string quarterback, Mr. Irrelevant, but the Eagles have not exactly been playing amazingly the last few weeks. Jalen – is still rehabbing his, uh, you know, his uh, his shoulder. Uh They haven't. They, they, they. I mean, the Giants could have. <laughs> they covered. They recovered that. You know, it's like, yeah, you know, it's a twenty two sixteen game. I mean, they're not blowing people out right now. They look really bad against the Saints. And that, was with, and
1: that was with absolutely every single starter sitting. For whom? That's for for the Giants. That's why I. Feel oh yeah, like yeah. No, exactly. So, so, yes, so you're very right, confident right. right now.
2: Yes, exactly. So I feel like the Eagles. And also you know people talk about the NFC East being dangerous but if you look at some of these these strength of schedules I mean the Eagles haven't really played a lot of great teams and the Cowboys are in the same really position so um but neither have the Niners because the, the NFC West has been really bad this year so I don't think we'll, we really know what we've got so but I do agree with you that the Giants um I really I really respect what the Giants did this year the Vikings are the true paper tigers of the NFC. I don't think anybody believes in them but they will probably somehow beat the Giants in a rematch.
1: Are you still at tug Coker on Twitter? I am. Okay. Well, you will find out that there actually are indeed <laughs> people who believe in the Vikings. And now that you have said that uh, they will be messaging you. I can tell you that. <laughs> I
2: can tell you that
1: for a fact. We, we got I will
2: a, unleash we, my How I Met Your Mother, uh, you know. Uh, Vikings uh, shirt. Memes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where I'm like, Twin Cities.
0: Well, yeah, <laughs> the Vikings fans have been kind of interesting because it happened again this weekend of like, people keep saying Joe and I aren't giving him any credit. And, and like, and, and this can go into the whole Lions discussion whenever we get to that with me battling Lions fans and non-Lions fans. It's like, to me, the the reality check slash like what do you want from your team expectations to me is just extremely low for too many fan bases in in a league in a league that was built up for parity. Yeah, and
1: that that was the confusing thing with I forget who even the the Vikings fan that we were talking to was, but it was essentially a a dirtball Vikings fan begging us to say that the standards for what, the giants should be trying to accomplish in year one of Dable and the last ditch effort of is Daniel Jones, a starter is the same thing that they should, they should have the same goals for the season as the Vikings who case Keenum took to an NFC championship game. And they are in year five of Kirk cousins who was supposed to put them over the top. Like, I was just like, Oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't really know how to explain to you. Like, Yeah, this is to me, this season has already been a success if you're a Giants fan. And, you know, if if Daniel Jones can go on the road and get his first ever playoff win in his first ever playoff appearance and do it on the road, then, yes, that is a cause for celebration and champagne. And if they get blown out the next game by the Niners or the Eagles, so be it. That was a successful season for us. Certainly shouldn't be the same as. You know a Vikings team that goes thirteen and four and is paying you know Kirk Cousins a forty million dollar cap hit and has the best receiver in the league and you know again was is five years removed from the NFC Championship game,
0: but you, that's just you, me. As no, a great- but but but, but <laughs> I agree. It's like my theme for this podcast for any NFL fan is. Here's a phrase for you guys, expect more, expect more out of your teams, because I'm just learning it's, it's, it's comical to me. And, and I'll throw a lot of Vikings fans in that guys, you're right there. You have to expect more, like all the numbers cousins has it's, it's a lost season. If you don't make the Super Bowl. I'm just going to say it because of where the Vikings were. Like Joe said, they went to an NFC championship game with case Keenum. So that's the bar. Right. And, and it,
1: sure, it's a different coaching staff and it's a different defense and different whatever. But the, the bottom line is you are they they are where they are today because of a decision that was solely made based on that game. That game was we were close, but we didn't get it done. We have a problem. at quarterback, let's go spend the money. Let's we're, we're 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 shoving our chips to the middle in the form of Kirk Cousins. Here we go. Kirk Cousins is in year 11. I mean, I don't I, I don't know what the latest any. Quarterbacks made their first conference championship game in, but I bet you a do- dozen years is pretty late. So if it's not this year, I
2: don't know when it is. My feeling is that like that for the, I think I think you're doing just, I think you're leading Andy Vikings fans down the wrong path by saying if they don't make the Super Bowl, it's a bust. I mean, this team is not engineered to to get anywhere near the Super Bowl. I mean, uh, you know.
0: People make but, a lot but of- my point is: they We're should ex-
1: 13 and four,
0: Coker. <laughs> I, I don't want to cut you off real quick, but right. I'm saying you should expect that out of your ownership. Like, like, yeah. raise the bar, fan bases. I'm sorry. A lot of you fan bases, that's why I'm like, you're pathetic and I laugh because you set the bar so low.
1: But I don't even think I think the thing with the the Vikings is forget the where the bar is set. It's like if you where what are you if you're not contending right now? Like what then what are you like? You don't really your defense is suspect. You're you have the best receiver in the league. He's going to get paid. Like, I don't know when it all comes together. If not now, you know, like Kirk Cousins not getting younger. Justin Jefferson not going to get cheaper your defense not suddenly going to get like, you're not going to come into next year and be an elite defense. So like, what are you building toward? And, and those, those Vikings fans that are like, we're 13 and four, that's what we're saying. Like, okay, well then this better be it. The, the, you know, the fumble in the end zone that won you the bills game and the miracle comeback against the Colts and whatever, like if you're a team of destiny, then I guess that's, you better ride with that because if you don't, I just don't know what the future is. Like, where, where do you go from here?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I see that point. I mean, I guess my feeling is um, a couple times, I mean, it's, we all know how bad Kirk Cousins is when he's not playing at 1 o'clock Eastern time. So hopefully, I don't know what time his game is this weekend, but hopefully it's a 1 o'clock Eastern, twelve Central
1: game. I, I, I believe it's a 4 o'clock Eastern. That's
2: not good. Let's go! But, but, um, but, you know, like the point differential is like what? Isn't it minus 80 or something? Their point differential for, for the year? They were, uh, they're the they were only like, team with the like,
0: winning record that had a minus point differential. And it's the a only team with the winning record.
1: They were a minus, they were like minus 19 or something like that going into the last game. So they're probably probably closing, sorry. but they're still negative.
2: Okay, sorry. Whatever whatever. I thought it was worse than that. But it's negative. But also, like, you know, people always make fun of fantasy football and, and uh and and like daily uh fantasy stuff. But like uh, people good good players, good analysts know that like the Vikings were always the target because they had the worst secondary in the league. They get exploited so badly. I mean, you look at, like, the like the, the people that the Giants are playing with right now are on, were on, unleashed <laughs> on, on, on the Vikings a couple weeks ago. And um, I just feel like it's... it's I, I will say this. I don't think this is the year, but I also feel like, yes, they got to pay Jefferson, but this is a first-year coaching staff. They get a couple pieces on defense, like a Micah Parsons. They, they, they have to hit it. You know what I mean? But they, they, let's say they do vastly improve Zimmer had good defenses a couple of years ago, you know, yeah. it was a little bit different. So, and, and, and defenses changed from year to year. Everyone thought the Packers defense would be good this year. They came around a little bit, but it took some time. Defenses are less stable in the NFL than offenses are from year, year to year. So there is an, there is some optimism, I think for the Vikings because they can still score points. They got, they have talent around them. They, they can't improve their defense. I just don't think it, I don't think it's going to be this year. Um,
0: but 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 doesn't that go to Joe's point, which I agree with? Like this is year eleven. If it's not this year, we we, we know. Okay, come playoff time, there's there's a there's an outlier going on at San Francisco with Purdy. But like come playoff time, it's about a, it's about the quarterback you have. Like plain and which simple. is
1: which is which is why the NFC is just wide open because there's not a team, including the Tampa Bay Bucks, that don't have a question mark at quarterback,
2: like a full on question mark. I, for, for, I think you know Jalen's court issue is his health. I mean, he—I think he's yeah. been awesome this year, but his health is is an issue. Um, you know, I think with Kirk and with the Vikings, like I, I just don't. I, you know, I think there's. I, I guess I do. I, I hear G- Joe's point. I just feel like you ask them to, to win the Super Bowl this year, even at thirteen or four. But but I'm
0: not saying is, win the Super Bowl. Like like, maybe it's like Super Bowl can,
2: of us, right? I mean, that's
0: what I, sure. I mean I mean like go to the Super Bowl. When I say when I say it. like like go to the Super Bowl. Like, like, I don't know. My, my expectation is if my team goes 13 and four, the bar has to be go to the Super Bowl. Where, Whereas, Well, what is the Cowboys
2: the- record? Cause my, my, mine is please win one game uh, in, in, in the playoffs. My, my expectation is please beat the bucks. But it, it um, goes, but, it but turns, see, it goes- I, see,
0: I see. I think, I think you're setting it too low there. Again, I, I think I, I would say we haven't
2: won one game. We haven't won a playoff game in forever. I mean, so. You gotta start somewhere. I mean, the Vikings have been to the conference finals before the Cowboys have?
0: But so I would argue, you, you, I would
2: argue beat
1: the, you beat the Seahawks a couple of years ago, didn't you?
2: We did. We beat the Lions too, but we, we but we needed some bad referee uh, you know fishing to sort of oh, help yeah. us. Get, but get Tom, there. don't
0: you think this year, like Joe's saying, the NFC is so wide open, the way the Cowboys can play defense when they're when they're clicking on all cylinders, I don't think it's crazy to say, hey, the Cowboys can make the NFC championship. Oh.
2: I think they can make the Super Bowl. I mean, I think I think Card- That's what I'm 100%. saying.
0: That's what I'm saying.
2: 100. Uh, percent. But I, this is something I said late, even before this season. Was like when we saw this sort of tectonic plates shifting of Russell Wilson moving out of Seattle, Kyler not progressing. You know, you know some with, with the health issues that he had in the offseason. Like I basically was begging the Cowboys to make more moves because this it's such an it was such an open opportunity for for teams in the NFC with with even decent quarterbacks to, to, to make it, to make a move. And so we didn't really do that. You know, we didn't we didn't go out and secure like James Washington who we thought would be some sort of third wide receiver. We just released. You know, luckily TY Hilton actually has walked on like, walked on for some whatever he's been working out and has actually done pretty well. Um
1: I'm just glad you guys didn't you didn't pull the golden ticket of direct you know go go straight to the Super Bowl by signing Odell do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Just straight, just you know, cakewalk to the Super Bowl with my man. But I'm glad you passed on it because that would have broken my heart.
2: I know, but you know, obviously, I think they kicked the tires long enough. And that's the I, that's a point of an issue I want to talk about later. But you know, I hear you. I think the I think the I think it's NFC is wide open for some reason. I think the the Niners actually have a, the, the most stable chance of getting there because, like you said, Joe, there's a real opportunity the Cowboys and the Eagles play each other. And that leaves Niners potentially playing Vikings Vikings. I think. Right. Yeah. So that, that means <laughs> that's a step on the Vikings fans, but like this feels like a game that the Niners should, should take advantage of. And I, I think Kirk was out there in San Francisco a few years ago and got blasted.
0: Um Well, and even that first game, right. We all know the Vikings are Vikings right now are three point favorite. So they're saying on a neutral field, they're even with the giants. And I think we, I think most people think that's going to be a hell of a game. That should be a close game. It just was a close game. If you had a gun in my I, head I, right now, I would put my money I, on the Giants. I put my I said, money the, on the, the other
1: giants. day. Do we sit? Do we sit, Danny Dimes, and play Davis Webb and just you know keep Daniel Jones healthy for the second round? That's that's where I'm at with the Vikings right now. Wow, wow, you know the, yeah. the way the way the way Davis Webb. I mean, honestly, we kept Tyrod Taylor safe in the final in the finale. He he was not hurt. He was just kept safe. And so maybe it's you know unleash Tyrod Taylor on the uh, on the Vikings. But I think you know the hits Danny Dimes took in in Week Seventeen. I mean, I think maybe you just hold them out for the, the Eagles or uh, the Niners. You know, that's where I'm at with the Vikings right now.
2: Did you see that weird stat that the um, that the, the, the teams that played the Niners the following week, or either or either like one in fifteen or zero? Oh, and f-
0: oh it was zero fifteen heading into this week.
2: Yeah. I mean that's just amazing. Uh, obviously that, that's going to happen. It's going to continue because if they keep winning, the teams will be eliminated. But um, the Cowboys, for me, just to put a button on the Cowboys, I, I'm nervous. I'm, I'm, I'm you know I, I, I've been been trained to like not commit myself fully to the Cowboys the past few years because I think they're sort of an unserious franchise right now with um, you know just either from the, the the you know I I don't think they're take take it talk about expect more that's sort of where I am with, with uh, the Cowboys organization. Like I think they're doing a great job for entertainment. I'd like to see them go all in with trying to win the Super Bowl. And I think like,
1: now here's a question for you. Cause yeah. you just said one, you know, you just want them to win one game. Yeah. Is, is, is that actually the worst thing that could happen? Because I feel like if you guys lose this game, you could have a Jerry Jones meltdown, Sean Payton courting, if you win one game, you definitely have McCarthy. And then beyond that, obviously anything short of the Super Bowl. Now you're in that middle ground where McCarthy stays. And and it's hard, it's hard to fire McCarthy considering his records, but also, you know, I don't, you, I, don't know. Already, I don't know. You've how... already paid the quarterback. You've got yeah. you guys have to be in we're trying to win the Super Bowl mode, like you said. Like it's got that's gotta be the goal right now.
2: I don't know how bad McCarthy's been this year. I mean, I think you know. There's been a couple bad throws by Dak, but, like, they're still putting up – I mean, he's putting up a ton of points this year. You know what I mean? And, the deep, and Dan Quinn has done a great job with the defense. Like, he's putting place, pieces in place for them to win. Now, we'll see. You know, time management is a thing in the playoffs. You and you I right know this. Uh, McCarthy has not been the best at this, you know, throughout history. But, you know, maybe I don't think Sean – I mean, the, I guess the, the biggest uh, – the worst-kept secret is that Sean Payton is going back to the Saints – this year. So, you know, that, that'd probably be the number one target for the Cowboys. Otherwise I don't really know if there's anyone out there that you're more excited to grab. Right. Right. Um, then McCarthy. And I'm like, you know, so as much as I was like, not psyched about this McCarthy hire, I can't say like, Oh, he's, he's been trash because there's been you know, even with Dak miscues, they're still putting up 30, 40, you know, points a game in some, some games. So uh, but let's just start with beating Tom Brady once in his career and then we'll re- reevaluate. And I think where the Cowboys are good for all the Cowboy listeners who are fans like me, we know we play best when we're not the favorites.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Know? So, but you are the favorite. You are the favorites in this game. We that's are. Why,
1: that's why he wants to get through Tom Brady. And then he can be yeah. the underdog against the Eagles and an underdog against the Niners or
0: whoever. correct.
2: It's my feeling that like, even though we're the favorite people are probably like Tom Brady, free money, um, you know, he, he's never lost to them, so we get past them, and then we're sort of free rolling against a team that we probably shouldn't be able to beat with the Eagles and then the Niners, and then we so it gives us a real chance.
0: Well, let me ask one last thing about the Cowboys, and then we'll hop over to the AFC. You talked about you think Jerry Jones, and at this point, doesn't even care about winning, you think it's just all Entertainment, I know you texted us. You said it's like the WWE at this point. With Good
2: question. I'm glad you brought that up. It's a good time for it. So I texted you last night about my frustrations with, with the NFL having Monday night football games during the playoffs. And Joe, to his credit, said the Rams actually won the Super Bowl by playing from a Monday night game last year. I believe that was a Cardinals game.
0: Correct, correct.
2: They absolutely dismantled the Cardinals. Yeah. It was a, a, a very short road trip for either the Cardinals or the Rams, depending on who had to post that game. Now now we got a team that's going to have to go across the country twice in a row, most likely, go to Tampa Bay, then go to Philadelphia if the Cowboys were to win. I just feel like my, my point to you was, you know, the, when sports are uh, being played at this level, there's such small edges that people need to, to sort of to, to find ways to win. And so when I talk about, like, the Jerry Jones thing, I'm like, the, the the lights in the in the and in, in the Jerry world like the the how many times do you have to talk about the windows yeah Affecting, <laughs> like the gallop catches like th- that's just a small thing but it's like it's a it's not an, an advantage for his own team and the that thing, really the, the thing about me. the
1: Monday night football for me in the playoffs and this is what I don't like the, you know the the one seeds are the one seeds like they're gonna have they're gonna have their week off regardless they they get a bye. And so, you know, if you have to play a team that's has a full week's extra rest on six days versus on seven days, whatever. But we now have a situation, and again, I've, I'm, I, you know, it's not even in pencil; it's in pen. I've already, I've already written the Giants in to round two. Okay, now I might be wrong, but let's say this happens and the Cowboys win, you have to play a Niners team. Should they win? That played on a Saturday, so now in the second round of the playoffs, you have one team with an extra day and one team with a short day.
2: Uh, that's, I mean, that's uh, you're exactly right. And that's the no point. To do, was was that if if you're trying to create parity, like you can, like you can say no excuses, right? But the, but you're not giving you're giving people excuses because there's two different days of playing. Like that's just it's two extra days to 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 rest, and I feel like. It, it, to me, it's like not it, it's it's putting a thumb on the scale to a certain to, uh, more than you should, more than you need to do, where you could just put everybody on a Sunday, you know, just just make the wow. slate an extra game. But, yeah. as, but as I said to you last night, I'm sure Jerry Jones is like, we'll take Monday night. Oh, I'm because certain the... You know, because my point about the entertainment just means a little bit more than it is to winning. So he's probably like, is there a Monday night game? I will absolutely take that game. And, and it was it's all it this. Was,
0: it's all money. Both
1: last year and this year, it has been the four-five NFC game. I don't know if that's total coincidence, but it really feels like Jerry Jones was going to be in that game.
2: So, I mean, I think Jerry, I think Jerry does, I mean, I think the Cowboys do a lot of great things through Jerry. I think their scouting is awesome. You know, I think their their willingness to to pay coaches is you know, is they they get great assistance. But there's it's the small edges where we like. And I, I know it's NFL at large. We talked a little bit about like on text, we talked about the, the Lions were affected last night. Not thinking as they won the game, but they were, they were giving a small disadvantage because they knew they were out of the playoffs. Because every other, the bulk of the other teams got to play at the same time. But because, of, because the NFL wants the entertainment value just a little bit more, they put their thumb on the scale. Yeah. And well, so, that's the thing.
0: It's it's look. We we're seeing this all the time. For as much as I love the NFL, they truly care. Money is. It's all about money, and, and that's where we're seeing these discrepancies as far as the fairness. I mean, how they handled. I'm still in shock how they handled the Bengals Bills decisions after everything happened. Like the the thought that. They straight up said, fuck you to both the Bengals and the Bills, in my opinion. They really did. Like, the thought that the Bills couldn't play for a one seed is total fucking bullshit. It's total bullshit, in my opinion. The fact that I can't possibly see a game, number one AFC championship game in Buffalo, is total bullshit. And the fact that the Bengals don't have an opportunity to play for that two seed is also complete and utter bullshit by the NFL.
1: Well, I think, and I don't know, I don't know all the inner works of it, but it feels like, it feels like the Bills were okay with not playing the game and they have, and, you know, they had an opportunity to be the one seed and then the Bengals below them. So you're in a situation where it's like, well, if the team that was technically already above is okay with it, now we're going to like, Make And I understand why the Bills would be like, listen, we don't want to play another fucking football game right now um, with everything to happen. But at the same time, it just it just felt like it felt like the only possible outcomes if it wasn't what happened, which was the game didn't happen or a tie or whatever was moving it to to this weekend and pushing all the games back and closing that gap week in the Super Bowl. And I just always knew like the NFL is not going to do that that would that, it's, you know, might be the, the, the right thing to do for competition, but they're going to take that media week. They're going to take the Manning brothers producing the pro bowl this year. They're going to take all Cause again, it is that. And, and it is, it's an entertainment business and, you know, that's going to draw attention this year with those guys doing it. And rightfully so, cause they're so awesome on Monday night football and so far everything they've touched turns to gold. So, you know, uh I like i'll I'll watch the Pro Bowl for the first time, but it seemed like that was the only fair way to do it, and you kind of knew it wasn't gonna happen.
2: You, you see you see how proudly uh the NFL and, and people that work in sports are showing off how dominant the NFL ratings are this year like the with like the top hundred shows, the NFL having like a eighty of them or more, you know what I mean the 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 highest rated thing. So it's it's an f- interesting duality that we come into today, Andy where you're you're talking about you know fans expecting more for the franchise, where I'm actually coming from, maybe expect less from the NFL, <laughs> because yeah, that's a good um, point. You know what I mean? It's like I I love NFL as you all do. I love you know I love Cowboys and I love Jerry Jones. You know Jerry John- if Jerry Jones would call me up, I would fly in a heartbeat to to, to be with them. But I'm like, you know it's it's a it's a weird balance, and we have to understand. I think things are. As much about the entertainment as it is about like the competition. And I think oh. it's
1: just, I think it's, it's a, there's different types of franchises too. It's like Jerry Jones probably believes fully. Like I think you could put Jerry Jones, you could hook him up to a polygraph and you'd be like, are you doing everything you possibly can to give the Dallas Cowboys the best chance of winning the Super Bowl? And he'd be like, yeah, I am. What, what, what could I possibly do different? Like he believes in his, in, in what he's doing. And he also thinks like, of course we're going to, you know, we're, we're America's team. So why wouldn't we be on Monday night football? Why wouldn't we be on, you know, uh, uh, hard knocks. Meanwhile, like, you know, there's a thing when Wellington marrow was live, he was like, we'll be on hard knocks over literally my dead body. Like you will have to fucking murder me for, for to just like let cameras in my locker room. That's not going to help us win the super bowl. And You know, Jerry Jones isn't thinking about it first and foremost. He's trying to go, oh, I can be this big entertainment show and I can win the Super Bowl. And there's a lot of owners uh, or at least uh, I should say a few owners who are first and foremost. Hey, we're we're trying to win the Super Bowl. So it's like if this is going to be a distraction to us, we don't want to do it. It doesn't matter what's good for the league. We're just trying to win. And I believe he might think that. But obviously, you know. You can't. You you look at a million things Jerry Jones does, and you're like, this is making it harder on your guys.
0: I think. Yeah, so, the, I was gonna sorry. say. I think the NFL. I mean, and and I I think deep down, it's such the bottom line for them. I I straight up think they they were trying to penalize both the Bills and the Bengals for not playing that game. I I, I truly believe that. I, I I truly still believe they they wanted that game played even after what happened and and. Thank God. I don't know if you guys have seen the updates. He's out of the, DeMar Hamlin's out of the hospital. I mean, it's truly a, a miraculous recovery. He's in Buffalo. Uh, I mean, it's to, to think that Joe, you and I were at that game a week ago where his heart stopped on the field. Like for, for a lack of a better term, he was basically dead on the field and to see him recover is, is truly a, a miracle. And it's awesome. And it's great. But I still think the NFL, I really do, man. I I think they were trying to say, oh, you want to not play this game? Cool. You guys don't have any shot now.
1: I'm not even sure if it's as much as they were trying to penalize them as as they're just going. We're going to do what we think is morally right, but only up to the point where it costs us money. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> like it's, not, not if it costs us one extra cent though, then we're not like, okay, we can make some concessions and we can do this and we can do that. But like, all right, maybe just skip the pro bowl this year. Give, give Peyton and Eli an extra year to like figure out flag football or like a skills challenge. They're like, no, fuck you. Are you kidding me? No way.
2: Well, it, maybe, it's, maybe this is a good opportunity to uh, open up this up to the AFC because this will have an impact. This, you know, you're talking about this decision. Obviously, going to have weigh pretty heavily on what 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 uh, transpires in the AFC. I mean, this is your territory, Andy Bengals country. You know, hot like fire. This team. Do, do you do you think they can overcome the things you're talking about to get to the Super Bowl?
0: I think it'll be really tough. Really, I do. I, I think. They've won eight in a row. I think you know. I had some. I went down the last ten Super Bowl winners. How many the most have won in a row headed into the playoffs? And I believe I don't know if anybody had won more than eight or if eight was the max. I forget what I said. So at,
1: at this point, though, Andy, because yeah, I don't think you're a Chiefs believer. You just you 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 just have the Bills penciled into the Super Bowl. Team of destiny. Team of another. We will have brought. We'll have. We'll have two. Disney movies that share the same ending. It'll be the Mister Irrelevant meets the yes prayers for Hamlin.
0: To be honest, I'm I'm definitely leaning towards the Bills in the Super Bowl winning the Super Bowl. That was my preseason pick again. Not like I went out on a limb. I was the uh, one of the odds on favorites according to Vegas. I just think here's why I think that. I think the Bengals. They struggled yesterday. They won, but they struggled. Their offense don't had even I don't,
1: get me started on that one, Andy.
0: We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. The, their offense struggled in the second half. The Ravens played all their starters. Now, I do give him a mulligan saying, with what the Bengals went through this week, who knew what to expect emotionally on that field? Now, the Bengals are big favorites. They don't know if Lamar is going to play this week. I think the Bengals win this week. I think it'll be a hard fought game. But, Joe, you said it all along. Look at the Bengals' path now. I think the Bills win easily against Miami. So now the Bengals would have to go to Buffalo. Good luck in a January game in Buffalo. If they survive that, most likely then to Kansas City, that's a tough task to ask. Buffalo to Kansas City? That's why I feel Buffalo would win that game, and then if they play Kansas City, it's on a neutral field.
2: That's a a little interesting. The way I feel about that is – First of all, you talk about the Bengals winning a lot in a row. Are the Niners in the same boat?
0: Eight yeah. in a row. You're right. Correct. For
2: the teams, yeah. So, you know, if they, they should be on alert. You know, as a matter of fact, uh, if yeah, but we've got a lot of we've got a
1: lot of
0: uh, and actually, uh, Buffalo's won – what did the Buffalo once? going Buffalo's
1: in a row. won a bunch in a row. The Bengals won a, a bunch in a row, and that, the only reason that both those streaks are alive is obviously that that game didn't end. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the it's Niners funny. have a bunch in a row. Uh, the Chiefs have the league's leading passer, which usually means you're not going to win the Super Bowl. Ooh, like yeah. we've got, we've got a lot of facts. I mean, but listen, what's happening is it's all lining up for the true Disney story, Danny Dimes.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god.
2: He's been awesome, man. But Danny Dimes
1: over Josh Allen. Everybody hearts for Hamlin. Danny Dimes, you know, becomes the Eli Manning-like villain in a rematch of the '90 Super Bowl. New uh, York Super
2: Bowl Part Two.
1: Yeah, they get they. Uh, it's wide left this time.
2: Yeah, that'd be incredible. I mean, here's the thing: the, the Bengals. I feel like going to Buffalo shouldn't scare them that much i mean the weather conditions aren't like that foreign to them and um and, and it's like the bills have been beating people up you right since josh allen's injury the they, they, they the the offense has changed a lot they don't they're not as they're not as explosive he's using his feet more they're in more you know and they're, and they're in more games i feel like burrow where, where it was not the best game last week i mean at least he also hasn't had his full arsenal of players really at one time? Is this the first time I think we're getting Chase, Mixon, Boyd, you know Higgins b- back? I mean, I think like it's a, you know, everyone's sort of been banged up or nicked up in that unit I'm, gonna, for most I'm, I'm also years, gonna, so.
1: s- I'm also gonna say this, and I was, you know, we we did in the preseason, and you said Andy, you asked me who's the MVP. I said Patrick Mahomes, what are we still doing? Like it was if we're two or three years removed from he's gonna win eight Super Bowls and 12 MVPs, and suddenly he's the ninth best betting favorite in the thing. I was like, it's Patrick Mahomes. This I right now I'm feeling I've got a little I've got a little sensation that the Chiefs lose their first game after a bye, and whether that be to you know a, a Chargers team. I can or, see that uh, whatever and then suddenly the Bengals uh Bills game is uh the the, the AFC Championship
2: game. My other point is why, why are the Bengals scared of Mahomes? They've beaten him Burrow's beaten him every time. It's like this-
0: Well, it, it, they're not they're not scared of any of those teams. That's the <laughs> thing like with Burrow, I think I you know, we all know like I Burrow to me is that guy. Like he he is that good and I think that they're not going to be scared of anybody. What what should concern any Bengals fan is the offensive line was actually playing great. They lose Collins in the Patriots game. Alex Kappa gets injured yesterday. The Bengals were the only team to start the first same offensive line the first fifteen games. Now they lose two of their guys, and that I don't know. To me, like, look, that's, a good, I know
2: that's a good. That's a good. That's a good rug nug.
0: I know. I know injuries happen, but like you're losing two of your guys where you had continuity on that line. I don't know. Here's, here's the thing. I I like, I like Burrow's chances in any time he's in any game for sure. But I just think it's just, there's so much to overcome. I don't know. Maybe I'm buying I, I, Maybe I, listen, I'm buying into the bills. If, if you go back
1: thing. in, if you go back into the, uh into our season preview, I said, and, and even early on in the season, I was like, everybody's so high on the bills and what, you know, like, can we play, you know, like, like, we're just discounting. Team. We're like so early in the year. They were discounting Mahomes and the Chiefs, who's been there in the AFC Championship game since the guy took his first nap. We're discounting the the Bengals, who were there in the Super Bowl last year, and now suddenly we're on the verge of the playoffs starting. And I'm like, you know what? I think it might be the Bills. Well,
2: you know, I think the AFC is a lot of fun because I think it's, it's a great chance to see. Some other great quarterbacks in on the, the back half of the, the playoff schedule. Yeah. I think so. So you know where we have seen some of you know not Danny Dimes is new to, new to the fray in the NFC, but like to see Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence play each other, and then hopefully play some of these other quarterbacks. It's pretty legit in the NFC. I mean, yeah, when you, you know,
1: we we talked about the 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 QBs of the NFC, and you really like you don't fully trust anybody for one reason or other in the afc you tr- i trust every single quarterback besides whoever the
2: dolphins trot out there and the ravens right like it's like uh yeah yeah uh, you know, i mean that's great can we
0: talk about can we talk about the ravens for a second because the latest reports are that there's a really good chance that lamar is probably not going to play mm. well it's I, uh, i'd assume vegas is saying it. it's their six and a half point favorites
1: so they're saying huntley again that's where, the, that's where the line was when it was Huntley pre-game. And then, obviously, we have the the move to, I don't know the name of the guy who played quarterback for them on Sunday. Anthony Brown. Um, and then you would think it would be smaller if it was going to be Lamar. So I think, you know, I think Vegas is telling us they think it's going to be Huntley.
2: I think that's that's right. what they're
0: saying. But, but they're also like, I, I I watched a lot on this actually before the show. Um, or I was just, I was watching different interviews and I was watching what Ian Rappaport had said on Pat McAfee's show today. And they're like, well, what's the future? Because you're hearing a lot of things. You're hearing like Lamar's like, I'm not playing. People are saying you'll never see him in a Ravens uniform again. He doesn't have an agent. You know, how he's doing it is is not the norm for players negotiating. And Rappaport, for what it's worth, was saying, I think they're just going to franchise him again. Like it's, it's turning into almost like a Kirk cousins thing where they're not ready to give him all that money. I mean, guys, they they went two and three when he didn't play. Now he's missed five games. They were in control of that division, completely lost control. Uh, last year, same thing. They're right there with the Bengals, completely lose control. It's like, you know, I don't know how many times Joe and I are going to say this, Running quarterbacks do not work in the long term, and also paying them is not a smart business decision.
1: Well, I mean, I think the thing with you saying Lamar doesn't have an agent is like, we there's essentially two things that could potentially happen here uh, he gets franchised again, or because he doesn't have an agent. I mean, there's a reason, there's a reason Carlos Correa is still out there, uh, you know, with a very like Open and obvious at this point, people looking at physicals and saying your fucking ankles fucked up and he still might get three hundred million dollars because he has an agent who gets people paid. Lamar Jackson is either getting franchised again or they're going to, you know, swindle him into taking a smaller deal, maybe the appropriate amount of money, but a smaller deal than he would have gotten if somebody was looking out for him if he went to another team or if he obviously, if he had time with the Ravens last year, that, I mean, the not taking the money he was originally offered is the biggest fail in history, but um, he's either getting franchised again, or they're going to swindle him into being like, Hey man, you're hurt. And we don't even know whatever. So why don't you take this? And, and then he just goes, ah, fuck it. I could, I could use the money, you know, I'm going to go the other way on this.
2: Cause I think like he's actually shown how, his value this year. I mean, yeah, they, they were two and three, but the offense stunk. I mean, they—they were lucky to—they were lucky to beat the the Broncos 10 to nine in one game. They lost the Steelers two weeks ago, 16 to 13. The offense doesn't run. You know, they—they they, they are lucky he's on the team because their offense does nothing without him. Do you see who he's throwing to? I mean, Demarcus Robinson. You know, Mark Andrews is 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 good, but without him, he's terrible. He's terrible without. The, course, the 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 only know.
1: the only uh, uh, obviously the the counter to that is you know we're, you're a Cowboys fan I'm a Giants fan I went through how many years of people telling me ah oh, dude Eli's not even the best quarterback in the division Romo's a fucking way better quarterback and I would always say I'll take the 16 games of Eli over the 11 from Romo and then the John Kitna came from gym class story like Lamar Jackson is on back to back years where. It's undone by him not being on the field. It's
2: like you gotta play. I, I agree with that. I think, and I also say this: I'm going to push back on that as well, because there's been a lot of quarterbacks that are non-rushing quarterbacks that have been hurt this year. There's been a lot of injured quarterbacks. What, 63 quarterbacks played this year, started this year. You know, there's been, been as many quarterbacks injured that are that are pocket passers that have been that have been you know scramblers or feet first quarterbacks. And I feel like the, 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 the word I'm going to put on my uh, my Rappaport, the reputation around Greg Roman and the Ravens uh, uh, offense is that they're totally misusing Lamar Jackson. And if he were to go somewhere else, the O.C., a uh, 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 Shanahan, perhaps a Shanahan, a, Shan- a Shanahan system would use him in a more proper way where he may not be injured as much. Now, the injuries are always a, a possibility, but the, the word I'm hearing is that people are embarrassed by the way the Ravens have been using Lamar this year and for the past couple of years. And so, to me, it's like, yeah, you could go somewhere else, but I don't know what you're going to be going with. Whereas other, you know, another, another team might with you know some more forward-thinking uh, coordinators might use Lamar in the right way. And we're we are worried about you know the you know uh, availability is the best ability or whatever that phrase is, Joe. But like we've seen that with Jimmy G, who's a pocket passer, done for the year.
1: Sure, yeah. You I know? mean, I, my my problem with the with the with the mobile running quarterback, the with the quarterback where you're designing run plays for him, is simply this, which is, uh, to me, it's always if you need your quarterback to do that to win, if you need him to do that to win you're probably not truly a Super Bowl contender. You should, if if you have that as an option a, in your arsenal, especially in the, I mean, we've seen Patrick Mahomes pull out some huge runs in playoff games and then, you know, their they're, they're, they're design runs for him, he's scrambling, he's whatever. If you need that guy to do that, though, like I, I hate how much the Bills run Josh Allen because I don't think they need to run him that much to win at this point with my football team. I think we need Daniel Jones to run that much to win. And that's the problem. We're probably, well, obviously we're not really super bowl contenders, but then the issue becomes are, if you keep building this team, can you dial that back and, and Daniel Jones, you need him to run less Um, or is that just going to be who he is? Like his value is in him running. I have not seen in my opinion, like to me, Josh Allen has potential. If he never ran again, I just don't know that Lamar Jackson can be a super bowl winning quarterback if they're not designed running part of his package, like, you know, we we saw, oh, Cam, you know, can just sit, drop back there and pass and, and totally different kinds of runners. But the, the Panthers needed Cam to run. And then when that running starts taking a toll, he falls off the face of the planet.
2: Yeah, I I think the I think we're moving into an NFL where I think. To have mobility, I think you'll agree with this. Is a, it's a prerequisite. Absolutely. Uh with your quarterback absolutely and, and again we're talking about mahomes who does just enough to run but he is dangerous he will he will definitely run for first downs he will run sure. for that you know? and so i think like any any quarterback coming out if you're if you're deciding with two two players and it's six one way a half does another i think it's like who's a little more mobile i think you go in that direction uh and maybe people are thinking what we talked about before like how can we win with you in that four year, you know, the rookie deal, how can we, how can we work with, you know, how can we win with you in that four year system? You know, we're, we're looking at Lamar from both the Ravens side and the Lamar side. And I feel like I, I you know, maybe the Ravens are just like, we're not going to bite. And I think Lamar, maybe go off to go out and do another prove it deal or something. I see. But, yeah.
1: See, to me, if I'm the Ravens, the, the franchise tag is a no brainer, right? Yeah. Cause now you can go out, you can use them exactly how you want to use them. If he gets hurt, he gets hurt. You're yeah, you got to pay him a ton of money in that in that one season, but you're not committed to him long term. You run him and you just go, Hey, this is what we need to do to win. But then, of course, if you're Lamar Jackson and you're gonna be used that way, are you gonna sit there and take franchise deals? You know, are you gonna or are you gonna we we've seen guys turn down the franchise tag at this point now and say, like, no,
2: I'm not gonna be used that way. It'd be nice to see something new happen with Baltimore, whether it's you know, change, the running game has always been pretty efficient from the running backs. They use three running backs, four running backs. You know, Deshaun Jackson is on the team, I think, or has been on the team. You know, who, who, like, give, give, can we give someone a chance to throw the ball to somebody that's not named Isaiah Likely or, or Mark Andrews? You know what I mean? Can we just see, like, you know, can we just see what the potential looks like with people out
1: there? And now there was, but, but the old, ult- you know, it's the ultimate catch 22, right? Because then, You got you got to get the money from somewhere. And when Tyler Huntley comes in and you can still manage to win games 12, 10 and 14, 13, it's because you Harbaugh tends to put a really good defense on the field and they can win games that way. And that's why they were so dangerous when Jackson was playing at an elite level is because they always knew they could stop some people and they had an offense that went.
2: And they can still stop people. I mean, Pat, they do have some young guys on their and their you know, in their defense. I mean, I think Patrick Queen is a Queen. I think he's like a, he's new. They just traded the kid, the guy from the Bears, who's probably locked into some sort of deal. You know, I, I'm, I'm very interested to see. I, I, I guess my point is the Ravens just feel very. Even though Lamar is, feels like sort of like the, where the where quarterbacks are going, they feel old school. The, the, the Ravens feel old school and a little bit boring to me. They, well, they are? Feel, they just don't feel interesting.
0: They're, they're, and, they're the most boring team. Like I've watched a lot of their games. They're, they're boring to watch. They're they are totally old school. But I mean, look, they, they come to play defensively and they and they'll like I'm saying this Bengals game. I think it'll be a good game because of that. Here's a question I want to pose for both of you guys. Who is in the AFC North longer? Lamar Jackson or Deshaun Watson? Ooh, that's a good question.
1: Well, I think, I think to me, it's a kind of a, the question is just, will Deshaun Watson be out of football? Because I think he's going to be there. they've, They've signed him for so long and for so much money that, you know, there's a way better chance of Lamar Jackson turning down a franchise deal or a franchise deal and then go somewhere else or force himself to another team than there than there is of the Bronx or of the Browns getting out of that contract any other way than being like, oh, let's eat two hundred million dollars in guarantees and just move on, which isn't likely.
2: I agree. I think it's it's Deshaun Watson. I mean, just because of what they've invested in, into him, I mean, it's been really tough to watch as a person. <laughs> As a person who was like invested in some of the offense this year and watched, uh, you know, Jacoby Brissett actually be pretty good. I mean, they were like top ten DVOA. <laughs> Here he's uh, back, baby. I know he's back. You know, I never, I never called man, Jacoby. How, what do we? uh um,
1: I, I was hoping he'd be in the first hour, just over the first <laughs> hour. Oh, and I love the, it. The over/under on Tug mentioning Jacoby Brissett yeah. was one I, hour you know, on the show.
2: I hate to say I told you so to the <laughs> NFL, but Jacoby still. We, getting it done, you know, playing well, Watson was bad. I mean, really, really – I mean, I, I don't know if you can shock it. I'm sure you guys have talked about it ad nauseum, like, whether it's rust. I mean, it, it's hard to come back to full game speed after being away for so long, but, like, not really showing any real improvement yeah. over over the course of the games. I mean, completed not. I mean, I don't know what happened ye- yesterday's game. I didn't watch much, but, I mean, in the, in the Commanders game, he completed nine passes. They did win. He did three, three touchdowns. He completed nine passes. Yeah, total, And um, was averaging like one touchdown. I think there, there there was a stat out there that like with Brissette, uh led offense, they were averaging 35 yards per drive, which was really good, like top 12 in the NFL. And then it, it, it dipped under like 20 or 15 with Watson. So it, it, there's really like we, – we need to see a lot of things happening in the NFC North. There's a lot of like divisional influx to think over the next – Interested, the North is for as boring as the North feels to me and AFC North. Interested to see. And, and a lot of it's just like the continuity that we talk about, right? It's like Tomlin's there. Harbaugh's there. You know, it's like Savansky is n- newer to the game. But the Steelers and the Ravens, I think it's part of the boringness is, is it's, the still, it's the same coaches. Yeah. Well, and, uh, it,
0: it is. And obviously Tomlin kept that record alive of never having a losing season. But, I mean, look. As long as Burrow's there, I, I'd argue both those teams you mentioned, you've you got to find ways to score points. You know, if you're the Steelers, if you're the Ravens, like you have to figure something out because it's just the modern NFL. And, and, and you, you, when you have a quarterback who can put up numbers.
1: And you've got to find a way to, well, I mean, there's a lot of ways to go, but yeah, probably simply because, and like, I mean, look at the Chiefs and look at the, like, they're going to give Burrow a half a billion dollars. And then he's gonna want chase, and he's probably gonna get chase, and that probably means Higgins goes. And then there's you know there's parts that are gonna come off the defense and whatever. And suddenly, you know, like it's it's you know it's two different coaches, two different cities, it's two different whatever. But like the idea that the the Burrow uh, Bengals are the next Mahomes Chiefs in terms of just like the way that you build a team around the guy, you have to give all the money in the world. That's just, it's just the kind of the way it goes. You have to protect him, right? So first and foremost, let's get, he's going to get his money and he's going to get his line and he's going to get his one receiver. And now, now suddenly we got scraps to go around.
0: Yeah. And we've talked about good quarterbacks make those scraps somebody. Sure. Right. Like to me, that, that's the difference. Like you and I always, it comes back to quarterbacks. We love talking quarterbacks in the NFL. That's all it comes back to. And for me, the elite of the elite can make nobody somebodies. Yeah, least- but we're
1: also talking about on the defense, you know, like sure. the chiefs, the chiefs have, you know, their defense a, is suspect, their defense is suspect. But their defense is also built in a way with I mean, with you have Spagnola, you're like, we're gonna it's there's going to be holes, but we're going to try to make up for it with like scheme. And, you know, that who knows if the Bengals have that ability, you know, who knows what they're going to be able to put there, but they don't have to make that decision yet. That's why obviously the Bengals window very much for their first one is right now, you know, while you have Higgins and you have chase and no one's and Burrow's not getting paid and you got all the parts. So you, yeah, their windows right now, for sure. I mean, we're, I mean, we're talking about no one likes the chiefs right now. We're, we're just a couple years removed from him getting the big contract and that's all going, he's going to have 10 Super Bowls. And now we're like, ah, their fucking defense isn't going to hold up. Fuck
0: them. I do think <laughs> in that conference, I, I think the Bengals have the best overall defense. Like, even though they've had some injuries like everyone else, I think they do have the best overall defense. I, I think f- f- from a story perspective, what, what's a better story as far as winning a Super Bowl? Is it the city of Buffalo or the city of Cincinnati? I'd probably say city of Buffalo since the Bengals were just there last year. From like a entertainment value story. Oh, especially,
2: especially recency, just what, what happened last week. Exactly. I mean, I like- yeah. Um, right. I think it's not even close. I mean, so he'll, do the, he'll do the coin toss.
0: Yeah. yeah. Can, can, can we have the-
2: tails and it'll be heads. Yeah. Every time Someone goes with the tails. Enough yeah. with the tails, NFL. Yeah. <laughs> Enough well, with I, the tails.
1: I, honestly, I think uh, Hamlin will do the coin toss and it'll be like heads uh, is my head. The other side is also my head. Uh, Bills have the th- call. It's heads. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> can uh, can we hop into this Lions talk and me sending off a tweet, which got so many Lions fans and non Lions fans, and everybody is coming at me so angry, which I thought was hilarious. Bringing kind of our show into it, Joe, because of what I well, felt.
1: Well, you have. I, I mean. Give your Lions take. I think our Lions takes are slightly different. And then I'll yeah. like to, I'd like to see where Tug falls between yeah. us.
2: I'll be judging jury.
0: So I tweeted after the Lions won yesterday, I tweeted the Lions and their fans going crazy over not making the playoffs might be the most pathetic thing I've ever seen in sports. <laughs> now, obviously, I'm being a little dramatic for effect. That's not the most pathetic thing I've ever seen in sports. I'm sure I can find... Ten other things more pathetic. It's just <laughs> <Ten other. laughs> I, I don't know off the top of my head, but it's 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 up there for. I mean, pathetic. I think
1: I think I I'm gonna go ahead and say I think the Vikings fans thinking that they should have had a trophy and a parade for beating the Bills on a miracle fumble earlier this year is even t- tops that. That's just in the division.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. And this is where I'm coming from. I'm coming from now. only I see the tweets, I I see how you know a lot of the players were carrying themselves. You guys, there's a difference between being happy and being like, dude, we won something. You didn't make the playoffs. You didn't win the division. You're, I'm just going to say it right now. And, and we joke about Dan Campbell, and, and I think he's funny, and I think he's a, he's a character. He's a cartoon character to me. But he always says, we're not the same old lions. Yeah, you are, dude. You are. You haven't won a single playoff game. Like there, we talk about having expectations. There is a bar that you have to achieve and then you move up a notch. You haven't won a division or a playoff game since 1993. You had some good teams with Matthew Stafford, three playoff teams, never won a playoff game. You've never won a playoff game. You're the same old fucking lions until you win a playoff game. Sorry, bro. That's how it works. They were the same old Cincinnati bungles until they won a playoff game. That's how these things work. They were the same old Cleveland Browns until they won a playoff game. So part of my tweet is kind of like, dude, lose the cockiness. Be happy you won. I'll use this phrase, cautiously optimistic if you're an Alliance fan. uh, Okay, sorry, continue. I was going to say, and a lot of people were coming at me, and and I just think you've set the bar so low in what, again, I deem the best – league of all the professional leagues where any team can achieve success. If you're celebrating nine and eight, when you've had 33 years of shitty ownership and management, you got to raise the bar, man. That's, that's all I'm saying when I tweet something like that.
1: So my, my take on the end of the lion season, there was a the lion season overall last night, Dan Campbell, the whole thing is, is this, uh, flat out wrong. The lions were way better than I expected them to be. They started one and six. They turned it around. So from that, in terms of Dan Campbell, as ludicrous as I think he is as a person and as a character, like, you know, I shit all over him for how they started the season and how they lost the close games and all that stuff. But he managed to turn around and they believe in him. And, Nine and eight is way better than I thought they do. Now I'm not on lions Reddit and didn't have them going 14 and three or whatever the fuck it was. Like I'm a person that's watching and going, the lions are going to win six games or five games and they won nine. And so to me, props to the lions, nice little season. You are building something. I think that you do have to start somewhere. This is a team that is the, one of the worst single sports franchises that's ever existed. You got to start somewhere. I think that the fear, I think the, the two things that Lions fans need to keep in check here is like you still went 9 and 8 and I don't I don't think the the smart move here is to be all in on Dan Campbell and Jared Goff. Dan Campbell, okay. You want you this is enough for you guys. This Dan Campbell's our guy. Jared Goff looked terrible at times last night. And throughout the season, I mean, there was did a highlight reel of him missing. ball. like, I'm still not sure that Jared Goff is your guy. And so I think you're in a dangerous position when you break out the floats and the trophies and the champagne, because you go into the next season, going, look, we're building something. It's like, man, this shit can come undone so fast. So to me, if, if you're a Lions fan and you're a, an optimistic Lions fan, and you want to, you want to be all in on Dan Campbell right now. Fine. Like go for it. Be wary of, of, of doing a Goff Campbell pairing long-term. And the other thing I'll say about the lions is a lot of people's responses to you and other people who said like, calm down, you guys didn't even make the playoffs was like, if you don't know how important it is for us to upset the Packers are hated. And that's some pathetic shit, like, you, like if your Super Bowl is beating a team just because they you're so used to them kicking your ass, that's also a bad headspace to be in because the fucking Packers were down this year, you know. So like you got you got like a battered and bruised and on his way out the door, Aaron Rodgers. And this is your Super Bowl. You do need higher standards than that. Like we saved the season. This is like, you know for a Michigan Ohio State thing like you know if we lose every game but we beat Michigan it's like no nah, that's a fucking horrible attitude we we missed the playoffs but we we took down Aaron Rodgers and by the way be be happy that you eliminated Aaron Rodgers just as as a Giants fan I would be if we ever eliminated the Cowboys or the Eagles but if the Giants if my Giants team goes 9 and 8 us eliminating the Eagles doesn't save our fucking season i'm just like well that's a real shitty season, if that's where we were at,
0: yeah and, and and one more thing before tug hops in, guys, I know I was wrong, Joe said that we were wrong. It's like you guys have short term memories. The minute they won six games, I wore the l chain on this show. I said, I was wrong, they're better than I thought. This isn't about me being wrong it's it's about these expectations, which, like Joe's saying, you guys are throwing a parade for beating Aaron Rodgers. Cool. You can do whatever you want. But if of if anyone knows what this is like and a whole city sentiment, it's me for growing up in Cincinnati. Dude, I've seen this so many times. Th- that reminds me of like when the Bengals would like occasionally upset the Steelers and fans would go crazy and I'd say, "Guys, come on." It's 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 like a couple years ago when that 11 and 0 Steelers team they lost the Bengals. Remember the Monday Night Football? I don't know if you remember yeah. where Von Bell lit up Juju Smith Schuster, and the whole city was like, "We might have gone five and eleven, but we beat the Steelers." And I'm like, "Dude, raise the fucking bar!" Like, like that's that's all I'm saying. And I, and I want to hop on real quick the Jared Goff thing. I just want to reiterate for those who forgot, Sean McVay literally got rid of Jared Goff for your old quarterback, Lions fans, and they instantly won the Super Bowl. Instantly. Jared Goff could not get it done, and Sean McVay and everyone, Les need and everybody in the Rams organization knew it. And here's one more fun fact. The Rams had the number one ranked defense in Jared Goff's last year. The number one ranked defense the Rams had in Jared Goff's last year. He won zero playoff games. He didn't start the first one because McVay went with Wolford in a kind of hurt Jared Goff. And then you lost to the Packers. So that's all I'm going to say about Jared Goff. Good luck with Jared Goff. Cause his ceiling is not winning the super bowl.
2: Thank you gentlemen. For both. Of your
1: <laughs> uh, I, I <laughs> hand over the rest of my time to <laughs> Mr. Coker uh, from, from Michigan
2: yield the time. Um, Hold on, uh, someone's trying to call me on my uh, my phone. So, yeah, there's, it's, there's, it's Dan I, Campbell. Yeah, it might be Dan Campbell. What? What? Did, did, does Dan Campbell need a ski mask for his nose? I was worried about his nose <laughs> last night. It was
0: so red. Frostbite, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was oh, I
1: th- I thought for sure he was going to tell us. Like he he. he he bought a pit bull and he wrestled it in his office before the game and he got nipped, you know, cause like, that's what, <laughs> that's what guys with grit do. If you're going to go out there and beat Aaron Rodgers, you've got to wrestle pit bull first.
2: So I hear what you're both saying. I feel like maybe there's a little bit of a back, like you've been been there before sort of uh, discussion, but I, you know, to me, when I look at the lions, I think, you know, just going a little pivoting a little bit from what you guys were saying. There's a lot of room for optimism. I mean, I, I, the, the name of the OC is skipping. I, I, I'm forgetting the name of the offense coordinator, but he is awesome, and he he's he might be the guy to keep. If you're going to keep Cost Campbell or the OC, it might be the OC because it, their offense has real pieces.
0: Uh, real quick, like, his his name's Ben Johnson, and he's already ben been requested John- for an interview with the Texans.
2: Yeah, Ben Johnson is is the guy that you probably want to keep in the stable because you look at what they have going you know even though goff is we, we all agree is maybe not like the elite tier of quarterback you know the, the weapons he has are are good you know um, amon-ra is awesome Jamison williams is going to be healthier next year you know two two good um, running backs ben johnson i mean the play that the, the little hook and ladder they did last night late in the game was incredible great play. Like, that, that's the kind of football that you want to be seeing and yeah, yes, the team maybe like getting up to beat their Packers in the Super Bowl maybe is not the right perspective. But you, you should say a lot of teams would have laid down, knowing sure. that their chance at the playoffs are done, and they still got up to a get to five hundred, to better than five hundred, which is better than the Buccaneers. You know, it's better than a lot of teams. Are nine and eight and that means something? They beat the Packers. If they play at four twenty-five Eastern with the Seahawks you know, we don't know what's happening, you know, you know, so. Well, that's post- why
1: I, I changed, you know, I said a couple of weeks ago, I said, if, if they go, if they miss the playoffs, this is worse than them, you know, having the third overall pick and whatever. And I, and I, I changed my mind on that because they've shown, you know, getting the nine and eight, you have to start somewhere. You absolutely have to start somewhere. And the, where you have to start is, you know, my team was a disaster the last few years. The lions have been a disaster for eternity You know, when I say we have to start somewhere, we have to make a playoffs for the, when you're the lions, the bar's lower. You have to have a winning season, have a winning season, get any pieces in place. And so I actually think that this was a season that you could say was successful, even in a, even in a league where sometimes being middle of the road is worse than just being terrible. I think this was a successful season for them, but I think where they're in danger is letting it go I the the two things I said it's like if you if you take it to such success like Tug said hey the offensive coordinator is a guy where suddenly he's off and he's got a head coaching job and you're left with Campbell and goth and not the the offensive guru where are you and also I think the NFC North is up for grabs in the next few years and it could for sure be their division because the Bears don't seem like they're putting anything together whatsoever Aaron Rodgers is basically I mean, I I half expect him to tell us on Pat McAfee tomorrow he's leaving. The Vikings are paper tigers, and they're not going to be getting better, all things considered, unless, of course, they figure out that their version of Jared Goff is not the guy. But you have a situation where I just think, you know, take your success with a grain of salt, and also, um, if if you're going to consider the success, maybe move on from like, if we go 2 and 15 and beat the Packers, it's a fucking win in our book.
0: Well, well, well that's exactly what it is. Like I said, I distinctly remember being in Cincinnati. They go 2 and 14. They hire Marvin Lewis. And then they go 8 and 8 his first two seasons. Dude, people were so turned and it's like, "Okay, I get it." And then that third year, they win the division, right? They go 11 and 5. That was the year that Palmer shredded his knee and they lose. And Marvin Lewis took them to the next level, right? From like complete dumpster fire. Like, wow, the Bengals always make the playoffs, but they never win. And then they needed, you know, to go to the next level, which obviously is happening now. The, the, that's all I'm saying. That's why I use the term cautiously optimistic. And people can come at me. Guys, I'm not going to tell you well, how I think they're they feel.
1: coming at you because you're calling them the most pathetic thing that's ever happened in the history of sports. So, but- you know, you- <laughs>
2: I mean, you 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 knew what you were doing, and you got it. You know what I yeah. mean? Like that's that's basically what I what I think of. And then you.
1: and then you got you got the responses you liked, and you and you're you immediately hit the bat phone, and you're like,
0: Jay Lloyd, I need memes about how
1: they're presented. no
0: no you know, You don't hear something funny? Lord, Jay Lloyd sent me that before I even tweeted. He goes, "I've had this one in the chamber for two weeks." He's like, "Fire it off!" Like because again, Jay Lloyd's from Cincinnati. He gets it. Like this this weird throwing a parade. But but you know what? You know what part of that came out? And for the record, I'm like, I'm not angry. People were like, you're so angry. Like, dude, I'm not – I'm just calling you – there's a difference between being angry and calling you pathetic. It all goes back to that Reddit, Joe. It, it, it went back to me. You gave what I thought was a great passion plea to Lions fans, not this season but last season, before the Thanksgiving game, and you said, guys, this isn't working with your ownership, with the Ford family why not schedule a massive national TV Thanksgiving game walkout? I mean,
1: I'll, my, my point with that was again, I mean, the, the lions are the one of the worst franchises in sports history. Correct. Historically with the Knicks fans. I mean, Knicks, the Knicks have had multiple championships and throughout the years, like some fairly good teams, like near championship teams, the there is a rumor that James Dolan has face recognizing technology so that he can ban people who are anti Dolan people on the internet from coming. Like I'm just saying Knicks fans have far less of a train wreck history and they're so outspoken about hating their ownership that he's using fucking like groundbreaking technology to keep them out of the stadium and lion's fans just show up and go, it's Thanksgiving. There's a turducken. Who gives a shit? We lose every game.
0: But remember, but, the reaction was my point. When that was posted on Lions Reddit, what you like, said. Like, what are we supposed to do? The reaction to you, again, which I deemed pathetic, of like, "Well, a walkout. Who's this fucking no-name podcast host? What What are we supposed to do? Not accept a shit sandwich every time you go to the same restaurant. I I, I don't know. Like, that's all I'm saying.
2: Well, now they're 9 and 8, Andy. Yeah, but here's the other thing I'll say about that. I mean, I think when I mean, I'll just speak from my own perspective. When I saw that they hired Dan Campbell, who comes off sort of a meathead and kind of is the antithesis of what so many people are hiring today, I was like, no chance this guy is successful. He's actually successful this year. I mean, you know, most teams, most teams that are nine and eight get in the playoffs. You know, like that was just a situation where they didn't happen. I mean, very few teams, the Venn diagram of winning teams that don't make the playoffs is not very, you know, that, that window is not very big.
0: So, okay, then I'll ask you both this question because this has to be the follow-up, nine and eight, the next step is the playoffs, or it's a unsuccessful season, right? Do the Lions – you can answer both questions. I'll start with you, Tug. Do the Lions make the playoffs next year? And I, think, I, think
2: the, ben I think Ben Johnson has to be retained.
0: And do they win a playoff game?
2: I think – I don't know about winning a playoff game. That's that's a different thing to ask. But I feel like the, the division – Joe alluded to it earlier. The division is so important. And for the Packers, and not, to, not to, to 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 step on the Packers, but like to think about the run they've had. You think about the NFC East with Joe's Giants and Mike Cowboys. It never felt like one team. The teams were always sort of. We don't have we don't other. have
1: a, we don't have a repeat winner for two decades.
2: Yeah, like the, the the window the Packers had with the terrible teams in their division was so long now that rain seems to be somewhat over is crazy. The fact that they didn't take more advantage of that, I think, is something that we'll look back on. Oh yeah. Especially if you're a Packers fan with, with a little bit of regret being like, the Bears were so bad for so long, the Lions were so bad for so long. The Vikings were so bad for so long. So I think like with the changing of the guard in the NFC North, I think that the, the Bears aren't there yet. So really, and if, if Rogers goes somewhere else, I mean I think it's I think it gives them a really good opportunity. So yes, my my guess is next year it's
0: Got to be a playoff to be successful.
2: Bruno. I think
1: they probably make the playoffs next year only because also, depending on what happens with the Packers, like, but to me, I believe less in the Vikings than I believe in the. I believe less in the future of the Vikings than I do the future of the lions. So, you know, I, I I'm, I'm sort of hopeful on behalf of the lions that maybe they don't, you know, buy into the limited amount of success they've had so far and go, well, that's it. This is the team. This is all we have to do. Because if you look at what's happened in Minnesota, that's what they've done. They're like, yeah, Kirk cousins won a single road playoff game. He is the guy. He will be in our ring of honor. He's here until he, until he doesn't like that anymore. And so, you know, they 13 and four is just about their fucking peak. And they're just going to start coming down the the backside of that mountain. So to me, the Lions have a great opportunity here to be the next team that surges in a in a NFC North with an absence of probably Aaron Rodgers and really
2: like a truly good to great football team. Let me ask you this: two quick. This is two NFC North questions, and this is hypotheticals. But do you see the Packers? All law of the Seattle Seahawks getting better next year if Aaron Rodgers were to move on. Do you see a world where they, 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 that Aaron Rodgers sort of eschews the offensive system, gets into those traps of throwing deep bombs under pressure? I mean, he can you know I mean? certainly they they, they, Is, they are, they, are could, they better?
1: They could certainly get better than they were this year record-wise, but you know, we're we're also looking at, I mean, it's 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 tough to uh it's tough to Judge Aaron Rodgers, like on this season, the season alone, like, will the Packers next three seasons be as good as their last three? Probably not, you know, um, but could they win 10 games next year? Maybe, maybe sometimes I think just, you know, when you're in a situation where you loaded so heavy on Rodgers and Adams there for a minute, and obviously they they saw that that wasn't sustainable, sometimes dumbing it back down and going like, let's just build it from the ground up and get Jordan Love in here and let him do not Aaron Rodgers things like, and yeah, like th- there was a point at the end of that game where it's like, uh, you know, the Aaron Rodgers throat, like Aaron Rodgers could have cost them that game.
0: Yeah. Well, those two, th- those two airmailed deep balls. You're like, yeah. wait, you, what are you doing, man? Yeah. Like to me, that's not Aaron Rodgers. I, I don't, I don't, I agree with Joe. Well, I, feel I don't think like
2: re- that is a very Aaron Rodgers only in the past has been awesome at that. And this, yeah. You know, um, but I think that's his MO, but and, uh, and, and, what do you and, look? look-
0: and I, and I will say this to kind of put a button on it. Will I absolutely laugh my ass off if the Lions get worse next year? Will I laugh? Yeah. But but I agree. Like, dude, now's your time. Like, like n- now is your time. But, again, I, I can't say it enough about Jared Goff, man. Like, he ain't that guy. You got some nice pieces in place. I agree. I think the offense, it was it was a very well-run offense. Um, but here's the thing about Goff. I don't know if you guys noticed this. I noticed this personally. Goff was obviously the only one who's been there before on good winning teams because he was the only guy who wasn't going nuts. It's just like in the interviews and like, I, I don't know. I just, it was like, oh, there's a guy, like you said, Tug, who's been there before. And then there's people going crazy. And I'm like, well, what just happened here? Like, like you guys beat a division rival in Lambo, which is cool, but like, You're done for the year, but look, Hey, congrats to the lions fans. I lost a hundred dollar bet. Congrats to Boonstra. I, you know, I, I I paid up on it. I think Joe might have another bet out there too.
2: The the last thing I want to say about the NFC North and the, the lions is that the next year might be their year because they do escape the first place schedule. So, you know, they will get some opportunities to, you know, not play the tougher teams, Still being a winning record, you know, getting guys fully healthy. Hit they hit on their draft picks this year, which is nice. Still have like a pretty high draft pick for next year. Speaking of draft picks, though, and NFC North, I just I, I, before we leave, I had to talk about what the Bears have got going for them, and then the Texans because the Bears now own the first overall draft pick. You know, they have they have a, what people deem as a quality quarterback. You know, a, a quarterback worth building around um and then there's the texans who i, I don't know if you're watching i was watching that game from like whatever like ticker and i was like what what is happening and they decided to fire lovey smith my point is but i guess what i want to say is why would you not fire just just don't play with no coaches like play, bring it bring in everyone <laughs>, laughs at jeff saturday when actually jeff saturday did the cult of favor so why don't you just do a jeff saturday and like make Brandon cooks the court of the coach for the game. Like, no, I, Matt know- Schaub,
0: Matt Schaub, bring him in.
1: I, I mean, the, the thing, the thing about Lovey is like, I truly, when I saw that he was let go last night, I was truly like, did they fire him for winning the game? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or did they fire him because they didn't win enough games? Like, cause I don't know what the, how many games the Texans were expecting to win. Did he just simply get fired for costing them the, Number one overall pick. And
2: like the Texans were in a lot of games this year. Yeah, they played good the last four weeks of the year. I mean, almost be the Cowboys, almost be Kansas City. Uh, and and, beat, and you
1: know. You're not going to be, you're not going to be a even mediocre to good team. If you just have a straight up question mark at your quarterback position where you're just like, we're, or you know it's davis mills or whoever else impresses us during the week like you've got to fucking start somewhere yeah it seems silly to me but like again now we get into a situation where are they firing him because there's guys out there who they'd rather have but you can negotiate with a fucking sean payton without firing lovey the night of the end of the
2: season or whoever you may want when we talk about some unserious franchises i mean the texans You want to give them the benefit of the doubt and be like, we don't know if we like Bryce Young better or CJ Stroud. We don't know, so we're we're just going to play to win and we'll take our, we'll just take whoever is left to us. But you probably rather have that choice in your hand. You're of the bird in hand, so you should have fired Lovey a week ago and never even played that game. But I mean, we're we're now
1: we're now in. How do you even become the coach of the Texans? It's a great point. Is that the third? That's it. Was one year for him, one year for the guy before him, and then before that was it. O'Brien,
2: or, is it, or
1: three of them in a row now.
2: Who I believe was a college to uh, to pro uh, winning record. <laughs> it was yeah. on that list, but you know, it just, just it, despite
1: it, not having a winning record in college or not winning ten games yeah. in college ever.
2: <laughs> so it's just amazing to watch that because you have the opportunity now. I'm looking at the draft board, the top ten, and it's like that the Bears are going to have to make a decision whether they want to keep that with fields or get a haul to move back and have someone trade up. So it's very – very the draft immediately becomes very interesting right now. But, I, again, to your point about the Texans, who, who, who would want to work for that organization that doesn't even understand what the game plan of, like, you have to get the first pick? Like, even that was botched. So, I don't know. very, just very if the, we, We're looking at the, the elite teams this year. But just as compelling are the what teams, you know, the Premier League of Soccer should be relegated. Um, like the Texans. And we gotta deal with them. Talk about them too.
1: We can't relegate any teams because there's already 14 teams making the playoffs. If we relegate <laughs> teams. <laughs> I know. It's we're gonna true. be at 60% of the teams make the playoffs
2: soon. No seventeen no no, no seventh seed has ever won a game. They've they all been seven point underdogs or worse. So like, do we even need that seventh team in?
1: No, well, and, we'll, and and we we'll and we, and we got we got we got tough we got tough tough sledding for these guys. This, I mean, the Dolphins. Do they may want to watch the Dolphins? Like, give give the Bills a buy and give the Dolphins a buy. Give Tua's brain a buy and give the Bills a second <laughs> buy
2: for for Hamlin. The game they played a few weeks ago was so fun. That night game with the Bills in Miami. It'd be fun if we get that again. I mean, well, you know, I was
0: up. I was watching that Jets Dolphins game yesterday. And they kept showing Dan Marino on the sideline. I was like, "Just put him in, dude. Like, like, stop, stop showing him. I don't care how old Marino is. I bet he can sling it around the field a little." Meanwhile,
1: Tua's walking by. He's like, "Are those isotoners?" Like, just, just just go in the blue tent. Well, old school call.
2: I love that.
0: I have to. uh, I hate to do this, but I got to get moving. I got a basketball practice to coach. So this is
2: the secret I wanted to, to, and the advice I need from you, Andy, before you go. So I'm coaching. My son's six-year-old basketball team first practices tonight.
0: Oh, same thing.
2: So I need you to give me some quick tips on, you know, some coaching edge. Like, what are you doing in practices? Are you doing drills? How do you?
0: That's a, tough, look, dog. I'm, I'm talking to a
2: tri-state legend here with Joe Prano. Mid- Midwestern, you know, coaching savant Andy Ruther.
0: I'm the assistant. Start, I'm just the number two. Well,
2: how do you? Oh, you're the Ollie? Are you the Dennis Hopper, I mean, of
0: uh Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm shooter. You look like Ollie, but you, you, you're I'm to shooter. I'm walking in with my <laughs> with my flask.
2: Three, two, I'm, one, let him fly. In and
0: out. Um, um well, well here's my well like, at that age. I mean, that's tough. I started how do you
2: start at the beginning when you have like what I'm a lot I
0: started third grade. So the, so now we're in the fifth grade. So this is my third year. I mean, at that age, you just gotta get him to listen. I know it's not – I mean, come on, like. You gotta get them to just pay attention. Do fun drills. I don't know, like gather them around the circle, ask them what their favorite food is. Like try to do some icebreakers. I <laughs> mean, I mean, there's I no mean, even... dribble a ball, no ball for the first month.
1: Well, you know, I, there I, I, at six, there's a little bit of like, maybe don't dribble, maybe just th- some chest passes, some bounce passes. Yeah, you know, start there. Don't... You don't, you don't need to dribble to get the ball up the court, guys, especially since none of you can dribble.
2: I hundred percent thought about that and was like, what's the technique of a chest pass? You know the thumbs down yeah exactly so, Is are you yeah. not
0: doing 10 feet regulation right
2: seven and a half foot. okay
0: yeah yeah, yeah. so um, i mean see, that's what, what i would
2: use the backboard 100 uh, use the you know the, the rectangle is your friend but it is it brings up an interesting question right when you're thinking about like you know w- whatever levels of basketball we all played like we all have knowledge of, of a sport and how do you start at the beginning i think it's a really interesting it's tough thought, thought exercise like how do you teach someone what a like a double dribble is what a backcourt like the weird intricacies of a sport i think is
0: so so we, the have, so we have a kid in our team he's a fifth grader right he's never played basketball before and and he at that level I and mean, think about it, they're either 10 or 11 he doesn't understand a lot of the basics and it's like i i sit there and i have to teach him we always just try to tell our kids this and six-year-olds probably won't get this, but like, guys, it doesn't matter your skill set. Like we, we just try to preach, just play hard. Right. We're like, it's very, it doesn't- it's very Dan Campbell of Andy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Act like no- is, is, is this, is this the level that you're asking them to achieve? Just have fun, show some grit. Well, no, Go I I tell have, them. Have
0: yeah, just try. Well, that's the thing. Like, 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 what I, I tell them. I said, guys, like, the one thing that you do have in common with, like, a LeBron James, and I've said this multiple times, is you you're on b- Earth. What? Well, <laughs> 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 like, you can. Your skill set is obviously different, but you can both put forth the same energy. Like, at at that age, you know, six is kind of tough to get them to understand that. But like, when they're ten and eleven, you obviously have massive disparities of skill sets. Like dude, I don't care. I, I told the kids the other day because we had kids who gave up and I was pissed. And I was like, I don't care if you turn the ball over every time. I don't care if you miss every shot. You have to at least try. That's all I ask. Just try. Don't put your head down when you brick a shot or throw the ball away. Just try, man. Like, that's that's all I want the kids to do. And that's why I'm the assistant.
2: Yeah, well, it's just, You know, the, the players always, I remember my experience with coaches, I always loved the assistant because the coach was always sort of you know, the tougher, a little more, good, good cop, bad cop, hundred percent. You always like, like your closest friend, like the bench, you'd always, Oh yeah. Coach.
0: Oh, that's, that's oh. me. You know, they're yeah. he, he's <laughs> yeah. actually running plays and I'm saying, what'd you guys have for dinner? And the kid yeah. says a burrito. And I'm like, what type of burrito? And, and then my, my buddy who's the head coach, he's like, dude, are you preparing them over there to go in to, for the next play? I'm like, no, I'm asking him what kind of burrito he ate tonight.
2: I always think it's weird, though, when there's when a coach that has no son in the league, like you just like this weird, sketchy, uh, you know, unrelated to any kid. In the, in the league. <laughs>
0: like, at, at least like I have I my nephew, you know. Kids. Yeah, I at least have my nephew. It's at least my nephew on the team. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> they do background checks, you know.
2: Okay,
0: good. Well, Tug, good. good luck, man. It's It was great having you on big 900 episode.
2: Yeah, I'm like Tom Brady. Like, who do you throw his 4th hundred path to, 5th hundred path, your touchdown path? That's why I want to, I want to recount on like who was on 500, 600, 700. I'm lucky yeah. to be on 900. But it's great to see you guys both, Joe. Hopefully, we'll see each other in person. And uh, once the rain settles out here and yeah. sunny SoCal.
1: Yeah, we got to get some sun back, get back out on the golf course.
2: Love it. Can't wait. Andy, uh, hopefully, I'll see you somewhere this year. But um, always good to talk uh, sports with you guys. Same. Best to, to all the dirt balls out there. You can follow me uh, on Instagram uh, uh, at Tug Coker or
0: Twitter at Tug Coker. Awesome, thanks, Tug, and and Prano. We we there's still some things we didn't get to, but we'll have to save that for next episode.
1: Well, you can follow me on uh, all social media at Joe Prano, except Twitter, where I'm at Fix Your Life. Uh, for people who are asking, a lot of people reached out to me about the Amazon uh, shows I did last week, Game Breakers and uh, the Backup Plan. Those are both available now, finally, uh, for you to download and stream on Amazon Prime. So shout out to the Dirt Balls who tried to watch those and couldn't find them yet. I believe they are both available now. Um, some folks have already told me they've watched them. So check those out. Thank you guys uh, who came out and saw shows in New York. Uh, next up, Comedy Cellar in Vegas all next week, 16th to the 22nd. Two shows every night at Comedy Cellar in Vegas. Then on to... Dead Crow Comedy Club in Wilmington, North Carolina. Then on to Sketchfest in San Francisco for a couple shows. And then there's some more after that, but let's focus on those for now. If you guys are in any of those places, come out and see a show.
0: Cool. Guys, thank boy. you for sticking with us. 900. We couldn't have done it without you. We'll be back on Thursday for a fun NFL playoff preview. Have a great start to your week. And as always, stay dirty.